0: I went to go get my car washed. I turned in and I went through and got my car washed whatever and then I pulled into one of the vacuum spots so I could wipe down, dry off the car and then vacuum. And as I'm putting the vacuum back on the passenger side, the lady who's parked in like the stall next to me goes, "Excuse me, ma'am, do you like grapes?"
1: do you like grapes? I was like,
0: um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like grapes. She's like, I just came from a distribution center in the city, and uh, I, got a, I got a lot of grapes in my car. Can I give you some? I'm like, okay. And I think she's going to give me like a bag, or like two bags of grapes. She gives me a full case
1: of purple grapes. <laughs> you heard was of my sister Allison telling me about a grape encounter she had at the local car wash. She told me that and I said wow that's some weird shit. I bet you some other people would like to hear weird shit too. Which is why you're listening to weird shit I saw this week. Which is mainly going to be things you heard because hell it is an audio format. But here I am with the most nasally voice I could possibly have because I have a goal. I've had this idea for over a year, and it has taken me this long to put pen to paper, as they say. And the interview you're going to hear later in the show was recorded back in April of 2022. And here it is December, and I refuse to go into 2023 without launching this podcast. Now, what is my intention here? After the two years of the pandemic, we had a really good run with Uber Cinco, our podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. It was a great chance for Mitch, Nathan, and I to, to keep in touch and keep the creative juices flowing. We did over 100 episodes. We're not done, but we got burned out. I know I did. Sitting here, spending hours per week putting it together, it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun. But there's also some other things that I would like to tackle. Like I said, I am not letting this nasally voice stop me. I just want to tell you what my intentions are for this show. Not with your daughter. I felt like, prior to the pandemic and even during, I could have been more observant. I am someone who likes to do creative things, therefore I need to take in the things that are around me and find a way to distill them into whatever form that ends up being. I really enjoy screenwriting, I really enjoy video, film, production, all of that, and now I've recently discovered podcasting. But the only way to do that is to be a more observant in that outside world. Now. I'm sitting here talking to you by myself, which is something I'm extremely uncomfortable doing because I'm just a boring white guy from the Midwest who doesn't really think he has anything important to say. But I think some of the things you're going to hear from the people I talk to are are pretty interesting experiences. This isn't going to be paranormal. This is just going to be just funny characters that are existent in reality. The people you see on the bus, the people you pass on the street, the co-worker who well it's just weird but you know what life goes on and it makes it way more interesting to hear from those people and or experience what they've experienced this is going to be weird shit i saw this week it will be my weird shit it will be your weird shit it will be their weird shit so if you like what you hear subscribe follow us and stick with it and for those of you who listen to uber senko you're going to recognize the next voice mitchell brinkman who had an interesting conversation in a hot tub in phoenix arizona i give you mitch's weird shit
0: i was in phoenix arizona i was on a business trip I was at a holiday and express staying there it was my nice. last night of casual nature in Phoenix so I was like you know what I've done enough tonight I'm just gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a big boy beer down to the pool aka hot tub and I'm just gonna relax I'm gonna let the Jets hit my back get me back to Baseline. And I got, I get down there and the hot tub's like full of older people. And I'm like, I don't want to get in that hot tub yet. They're having a conversation. <laughs> it's all old white people talking about how dangerous San Francisco feels now. It's not like it used to be, <laughs> as they say. And so I just have my beer and I'm floating in the pool. And there's like a weird 15-year-old on in the other part of the pool who he's definitely like a rainbow belt.
1: Weird 15-year-old. What makes a 15-year-old weird? And
0: those 15-year-olds who are like, guess what, guys? I just achieved dark gray mega 6 level belt in my taekwondo and they're like what there's no 6 level gray belt and he's like, oh i actually do shamashishu karate <laughs> and they're like what and he's like, yeah. it's something that only master ken does here in in southwestern texas and you're like oh okay this is this is a scheme a white guy who went to japan in his 20s is now running on 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 kids in texas to sell them karate but this kid i can tell is a karate kid because he's doing like moves in the pool He's, like, doing underwater kicks and stuff. And I'm just floating there, just, like, sipping on my beer, floating. Because I float easily, too. I should mention that. And then I hear this kid's mom, who is sitting on the edge of the pool watching him. She goes, Darren, move over so that gentleman can swim laps. And and I wanted to say to the woman, I don't know where you come from, but where I come from, no one swims laps with a beer in their hand. Also, I'm clearly just floating here. But I just say to the woman, it's all good. I'm just drinking a beer. And she's like, okay. Okay. And I said to myself, this lady seems odd. She's commanding her 15-year-old son to stop doing his underwater karate so I can swim laps, she thinks. But so half of the hot tub empties out of the old people. I'm like, this is my time. I'm going to slip in there. And
1: What were the old people looking like that from your vantage point drinking your beer in the pool, what were the old people looking like in the hot Uh,
0: tub? People who left definitely were like, I want to say – high-level university professors who've just lived off a fatted salary for three decades.
1: I am only picturing Will Ferrell and Rachel Exactly, exactly.
0: (laughs) That is perfect. Yeah, that is exactly what they look like. They live in San Francisco. They've probably lived there since the 70s. They got cheap real estate. Now they're just, they're raking in the cash. Yeah. But so I jump in, and there's still a couple left. A scrawny, blonde-haired woman who's she's in her mid seventies, and a bald guy with a with just a cute little beer gut. You know how those old guys who are like they're fit everywhere except for their tummy; it's just a round little bowling ball. Yes. So, like TV sitcom, exactly. <laughs> like you just got the belt dead on, and I get in, and I'm hoping I'm just going to sit my beer. And they have been in here for at least 15 minutes now. And they're old, so I assume their ticker can't take too much. So maybe they're going to be getting out soon. <laughs> I get in, and then immediately they're like, hi, how's it going? Where are you from? And I'm like, oh, Southerners, fantastic. And I'm like, oh, Chicago. And they're like, oh, Chicago. Oh, we're from Northwestern Georgia, suburb of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. You have to be like, we are in Georgia, but we're technically a suburb of another city in another state. Clearly, <laughs> they clearly had a complex about it. And I also found out they weren't married. They were just boyfriend, girlfriend, which for some reason made it cooler. I don't know, they're like, Found love later in their life, and they were friendly enough. But when I told him I was from Chicago, the guy goes, "Oh, okay. My daughter actually, she went to University of Chicago." And I was like, "Whoa, cool. Okay, some cool Southerners. They raised their kids to educate themselves and be smart." And then the next thing he says, "I've got a friend. His name is Trent and his wife Nancy. They went there once or twice. And I think they stayed in the in the downtown somewhere, and they they didn't like a good amount of the city, but they did have fun here and there." I was like, okay. I don't know what they did. You didn't tell me they any didn't of that like information. A good amount of <laughs> <laughs> these
1: people you don't know. <laughs> yep, Tr- telling you about their friends that you will never exactly. meet. Trent and Nancy about their experience. Mm-hmm. Trent and Nancy. Mm-hmm. I can only assume Trent and Nancy probably never left a 3 city block wide radius of their hotel. No, oh,
0: absolutely not. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we've traveled." <laughs> didn't get so t- much this year and like all their photos are just the same one of them on the Marriott pool deck just fingers up. Continental breakfast. Exactly. Free
1: parking. <laughs> <laughs> here's the show we saw that our hotel is attached to the theater, mm-hmm. but here's the marquee. Yeah, yeah exactly. So poor Trent and Nancy, they don't deserve any no, of them. No.
0: And and then I think at one point he went on to say, "to just a shame what's going on in that city, man. Just it's just a shame." Like there's also a lot of great stuff going on in Chicago, and I like tried to skirt by it a little bit.
1: Are you backing out at this point? Are you thinking like this could take a turn going south towards where they're from, or? I know you, you engage in moments where I would retreat. So
0: how are you feeling at this moment? Full disclosure, I had a margarita with my dinner and then I went back to the hotel and then had another big boy in what while I was watching. I think it was basketball or something like that. That big boy was like a (laughs) seven and a half ABV beer. And I was three quarters of the way through a Lagunitas IPA, so I was feeling I was loose, and I was like, "All right, you know what?" So this is the long this is the long route to you. and Yes, exactly. <laughs> you totally
1: yes. went for it. So. I,
0: I at first decided like, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna be me in this hot tub. So I'm gonna tell everything about me that's true at first, but then. After they just kept talking, and then when the next thing happened, I was like, all right, I don't care. I'm going to lie about myself. I'm just going to try and just light the water on fire with semantics here. And so they kept talking to me, and I'm like, oh, I'm in communications. Yeah, I'm down here on business. What are you guys doing? And they're like, we're doing the Arizona trip. So we came here. We did the Grand Canyon and the Tucson, Arizona. Beautiful, but just a desert, just a desert. And you're like, Yep, that's what this whole fucking state is—a bro- desert. Yeah, <laughs> the brochures <laughs> <Yep>. are right. <laughs> you could have googled it if you, just image search if you want to. And <laughs> I do not remember their names either. So I'm just calling them Georgia and Tex. But so Tex is a real nice guy. He's he actually makes eye contact when he communicates too, which I did appreciate. In the middle of them talking about why they were there, then this mom who told her who told Darren to get out of the way, comes stomping into the hot tub. But before she comes in, she goes. Excuse me, gives her room for another? You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, this what? is an eight person hot tub. There's room
1: for a fourth. You said stomp. So what's her gate? Is she coming over like with a vengeance?
0: If, if you can it? imagine, she's while she's walking, she has a tiny horse in between her legs, so she can't get her. So that you think about <laughs> it like that. That's how she's waddling over. And then so she gets in the hot tub, and she's. Like, I just heard you talking about Tucson. I used to live in Tucson for two months when I was a 19 year old. And in that apartment is where I first met my first boyfriend. We were having a party on a Friday night. And I was like, Oh God damn it. And I, quickly it's apparent this woman is a woman who who spares no detail as i am now sparing no detail but all the details are the worst they're just the worst she talked over tax and stopped him from telling us about where he's from and cuts it off Then she goes on to say, and then after tucson i moved to and i don't remember the name of the fucking town but it was like cactus burn arizona and that's where i lived from 21 to 22 when i, I worked at a nursing home and there's some nursing homes Full of old people, they're sick and dying, but man, do they love, they like to have, they like to make love, if you know what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, sure, but why are you telling us this? You don't, like, this older couple, Texan, Georgia, they clearly still have sex. Like, they clearly are still with it. And I'm like, okay, great, great, cool, cool. And then so I'm like, I don't want to talk to this woman anymore, so I'm trying to turn it back to Texan, Georgia. And I'm like, you guys, when you're here, like, what were some of the great tacos you got? Because obviously in Phoenix, you need to get tacos. They're everywhere. They're great. And then this is when I almost jumped out of the hot tub and sprinted back inside. Tex goes, oh, we don't eat that kind of food i was like no no we don't eat that kind and of food and of course my my northern yankee liberal brain immediately goes jumps to racist this man is a giant racist and so i so I immediately responded with oh you guys don't eat meat come on what you don't eat meat and i could tell tex was like okay buddy all right and he was like no i just you know I'm. and then he looked down in the hot tub and he took a beat and he looks up and he's like i just had i had I ran wild in my younger life. And after I met Georgia here, she helped me, she helped me clean up and I stopped drinking so much. And I still have my motorcycle. We eat a lot of salmon and, and spinach, like that kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, all right. All right. You're trying to clean your arteries out. You're trying to extend your life. I get it. Tacos are
1: (laughs) more often. (laughs) I retreat the (laughs) racist.
0: I put my finger back in the holster. Mm -hmm. You're just, and, and so I was like, okay, fair enough. You guys are healthy or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I still want to talk about tacos because I don't want this other woman to talk. Because, and so I was like, you got to go to 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 Taco Suicho or Casino Madrigal or Fry Bread House. I'm like, these places are dynamite. And Tex is like, man, you went to all these places when you're on business. And I'm like, I'm just, it's just me here. Like I gotta, I'm just driving around. I'm just eating tacos all night. Like this is the thing you got to do. And then old old darren's mom is oh tacos you think they're good here they're even better in new mexico we live in silver spring new mexico now which is known it's actually known as the as our region's best place to get a taco and i'm like okay so this is where darren's mom really ramps it up she says we live it's right near roswell new mexico and i've actually i've seen them before and i've actually communicated with them before and once you know it Funny enough, I also lived in Nevada, not far from Area 51. And so I guess the aliens, and they communi- communicated with me there too. So I guess the aliens are just following me around, aren't they? And I just, my eyes wanted to roll back in my head so hard and just go like, oh she just wanted us to ask more and more questions about aliens and questions about of course she wanted it's the only thing she knows yeah. about
1: but she would see your face which I'm assuming would be very similar to my face like you're spewing a bunch of bullshit yep. Darren's yep. mom what were the faces on the two elderly folks who are joining you, in the you, you that
0: look when, when you're walking down the street with some relatives in town and someone comes up to you on the street and says guys I need money I've got three kids and I've got an ex wife in Tulsa, and all I need is $19.47 to get a bus ticket down to Tulsa and bring all my three kids. And that look where, like, your head tilts back and your eyes are kind of like, I don't know about this. Left I turn don't approaching. I want to leave now. That's exactly what their faces were like when she was oh, talking about God. the aliens. And so, again, me, a little saucy, was just like, So, so what'd you find out when you were on the saucer? Are you like, were they nice? Did they probe you gently? What was the... And she looked at me, and she goes, oh, oh, oh. She like did this weird, like, oh, oh, I have I've been on a saucer. She thought I was being dead serious when I was asking her this. And at that reaction, I was like, Oh my God, this lady's going to be too fun to poke at. It's going to be way too fun to do this.
1: And her reaction is, I'm not one of the chosen one yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I will achieve said plateau
0: eventually, but
1: me Then yet? No. no. Darren's
0: mom and me? Oh my- uh, no. <laughs> and then Darren joined us in the hot tub. And then so she could tell us all about Darren's schooling and what Darren wants to do when he's older. And, um. And I, and I just I, – I want to tell you, no one gives a shit about your kid who was doing karate in the pool for the last 10 minutes as you're over here bragging <laughs> about living near aliens. But I was being nice, since so I was asking Darren some questions, and she was answering them for him, like th- one of those moms. Just the – ooh, oh, just everyone's favorite kind of mom. Uh, and then at night I asked him, I was like, hey, Darren, like I saw you doing karate in the pool. kind of – are you a judo man? Are you – <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, oh no I have been taking yeah whatever karate for a while I was like oh like the kind like the one that Chuck Norris is good at what is that like uh, is it Shinto or something and I just started ma- I just made up making stuff making up, stuff up. Yeah. He's like I don't think and I was like no I'm pretty sure Chuck yeah no Chuck Norris is a Shinto Expert, and then the mom agreed with me. She's yes, he is Chuck Norris is a Shinto expert, but Darren doesn't do Shinto karate; just a regular. He just does regular whatever. I don't know all the karate terms. I wish I did. But so I got her. She was so desperate to be part of the conversation that I got her to agree with something that I made up on the spot. And uh, the worst part about this went on for twenty minutes of her regaling us about her older sons fighting kids, getting in trouble, not getting into college. Cause they had to spend some nights in jail. Yeah. About how like finally the, Rough. the old couple from the South asked me, they're like, Mitch, you're just, you seem like you really got the gift of gab. Like you're an entertaining Do you have a radio show? They actually asked me that. And I was like, funny. You ask, I have a, a weekly podcast. And they're like, no way. What's it called? Can we hear it? Do you have some episodes done? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I have some episodes done. I'm like, just Google Uber Cinco, you'll find it. And then- This has been such a great moment just to pull out a
1: boom box that runs on 76 <laughs> D batteries right next to the water
0: and just Pre- bam, boom. We're gonna do a live episode right <laughs> here, folks. My number four reason not to wipe after shitting is, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you people say you were from again? <laughs> But then as soon as I said podcast, then Darren's mom was like, oh, I drive. I do a lot of driving. I listen to podcasts all (laughs) the time. I'm always driving places and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you ever listen to the, and then like insert whatever podcast I'd never heard of. They're probably like alt-right casts, (laughs) honestly, but I just, I got stuck in this hot tub for, I was in there for an hour and a half, an hour and a half. Like, (laughs) You were a pruned was little pruned boy. I boy. It felt like my heart was going to stop or explode. Either way, the strings that were keeping it together were definitely being tested. Stressed yes. out, and it finally ended when the Darren's mom had been talking about her kids for a long time, talking about Darren. But when she talked, you know how those people like when they talk about someone, they stare at them, even though that's only one person of the four people in a conversation. Yes, and you're just like, why? What is? Now I understand why Darren will never be successful in life and why he's such a weird kid because you, Darren's mom, are such a terrible wet blanket. I can understand why this current relationship you're in is already on the rocks and you've already lost another marriage. But so when she started to talk about her current (laughs) husband's troubles with alcohol and holding his temper and all these kind of things, which is a very personal topic, I could tell immediately the southern people were like, oh, no, no, too personal for us. We got to go. At the, f- at the first instance where she, like, took a break from speaking. Folks, that's been it. We got to go. We got it early morning. We got to get up and go. Time for us to hit the hay. Good night, good night, good night. And they got out of the hot tub, and I was like, oh, fuck, no. Oh, this isn't going to be. And then as soon as they got out, Darren's mom! And Darren got out with them, and she followed the old people inside the hotel talking to them. No. <laughs> Yeah. So I felt very lucky. I don't think the, I don't think Texan Georgia knew they were taking the bullet they were taking because I don't know where their conversation went. Oh, inside the hotel. I hope they told her to like go the fuck home to her hotel room and, and leave them alone. It was that kind of experience, which we haven't had in a long time. We were just like out in the world and you're forced, not, I shouldn't say forced. You choose to remain in a situation, but you are inundated with just folks that you think you understand how to connect to and you just are like, God damn it! You're just so strange, and you just lack—it's just that complete lack of self-awareness that like most people can count. They're like, "Hey, I can count in my head how many times another person has spoken in the past four minutes, and it's less than two. I should probably stop talking. I should probably ask someone a question—that kind of thing." But like for the entire time, anytime I'd ask, I'd ask a question of Texas or Georgia. I'd be like, "So, do you, you guys Georgia Bulldog fans?" They'd be like, "Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, we love Georgia football," and uh, but and then Darren's on and be like, "New Mexico Lobo football is that?" And like, just cut them off mid sentence. Mm. And if anyone, Brian, I know you're an enormous college football fan, who sucks at college football. Yes, the New Mexico Lobos. Everybody knows that they haven't been good <laughs> since had... Brian Erlacher. Yeah, I've been saying yeah, it for years. Exactly, Brian.
1: Yeah, I think that's just something that comes up. When there just is any human interaction, there is a lack of interaction Mm -hmm. for as long as we've had under the circumstances that we've had that I miss these, these things. I would be extremely uncomfortable in the Mm -hmm. moment. I would not have the gift of gab as Tex called it. I would not want to engage. I would probably remove myself as quickly as possible, (laughs) but man, would I have liked to be like on a lawn chair, just next to the hot tub.
0: In this case too, it's that conversation where it feels like it's never going to end and you might die in it and it feels terrible when it's happening and you just wish you had a camera cuz there's there's no logical string between the the topics cuz this woman is such an insane person that she can relate <laughs> anything back to herself like it was that kind of lady,
1: which is a gift in yeah. itself.
0: You, you mentioned a can of 7 Up and she's, "You know what? Actually, that reminds me." In, in 1978, I was for, a, for two straight days as me and my late husband dug four holes in the backyard trying to find the lost Ark of the Alien Covenant. And you're like, what in the actual fuck are you talking about?
1: And now we hope Mitch will think twice about engaging with strangers in the hotel hot tub. That has been this week's episode of Weird Shit I Saw this week. If you like what you heard, consider subscribing, sharing, doing all the things every other podcast under the sun tells you to do. And if you want to submit weird shit, please head on over to weirdshitisaw.com. And if you can't remember that, just use the letters. Weird Shit I Saw This Week, WSISTW.com, where you can fill out a form to tell us about the weird stuff you had, and maybe we'll even get in touch with you to figure out how to get your audio on the show. Again, I have been Brian Ernst. This is Weird Shit I Saw This Week. Please consider listening and subscribing to Cinco, another UBK Studios podcast. And that's all we have for you. Have a weird week.